0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke, and for today's show, this is purely for the baseball fans. Yes, I do know spring training will be underway later on uh, tomorrow. Yes, it is that time of year. It took three months for them to dick around, but we will have baseball after all. Spring training gets underway officially today, but there are four games only and that's kind of not fair to all of them. So this episode of the Austin's Audit podcast will get released on Friday. So it is almost. Let me get out I got to get out of frame again just to do my watch. So for people watching on video, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. There you go. <clears throat> so again, it is 1142 here out West so I told you I'd be back. It is the baseball preview show here on the Austin's Audit Podcast. So what exactly am I gonna do for this episode? Well, it's quite simple. Keep in mind, baseball fans, this is the first of three Mulligan tries I'm gonna have all season long. This is the first where or this is the first prediction, true prediction where I'm gonna have all year long. The first one is the all-star break. The first Mulligan episode will be after the All-Star break. The second one will be after the trade deadline. Uh, Both of those, I think the All-Star break, I'll just do a show on that and fill your time during the summer. But the trade deadline Mulligan will kind of get fused in with the other daily shows. And then the third one, of course, will be the postseason. So a quick refresher for everybody. Baseball will have an expanded postseason, 12 teams, Six in each league. The top two division winners get a bye. The third division winner gets to host the sixth seed. Four, and then you got three wild cards. The four, the five, and the sixth seed. The four seed will get to host the five. It is a two out of three. All three games will be at the higher seed's place. And in the LDS, it'll be three out of five, of course. And four The winner of the 4-5 matchup will get the top seed, and the winner of the 3-6 matchup gets the two seed. So that is the playoff format. Universal DH as well. So, good. We're actually going to play baseball the way it's supposed to be intended. I know that's where I deviate from the traditionalists because most of you traditionalists are like nine players. The pitcher gets to hit, keeps the strategy and the double switch. No, no, no. Not with how much I'm paying these pitchers, and in a lot of cases, you know, look at Freddie Freeman's deal to the Dodgers, just to start off this show, six years, $162 million, the Dodgers now have a solid first baseman now, they won't have to do platoons anymore with Cody Bellinger and Max Muncie and plenty others to go, maybe they use Chris Taylor, or somewhere in there, but... The, a- the NL West, let me start off there. Uh, the rest of this preview show is basically guessing on win totals <clears throat> because right now. And keep in mind, this is without a lot of free agents still on the board now. I know right now Freddie Freeman's with the Dodgers, but Carl and Chris Bryant is now stuck or not stuck, but he's now in Colorado. And as, as I said earlier in the Daily Show, uh, is it going to help the Rockies beat the Dodgers? Not now with Freddie Freeman now in that division. And is it? are the Rockies going to be better than San Diego? By the win totals, I think the Dodgers are going to have at least a hundred and seven, hundred and eight, just like they had a year ago. But this time they'll win the division. Uh, San Francisco will stay at 2. Maybe go 104. Maybe 104. And then the Rockies and Padres will get at least 95-96 wins apiece. And then you'll have the D-backs get at least 60 wins so the NL West itself will be a very, very boring division. It's going to come down to the Dodgers and Giants again, in my opinion. And the Padres will be looming there. The Rockies now, with the Chris Bryant edition, can make the case. But I don't think the Rockies will even have enough to get a wild card spot. I think they could, but when I break down the... Rest of the divisions, you'll see why. Since I've already started with the NL West, let's go to the other NL division, the NL Central. The Cardinals, I know I had the Cardinals winning the division, and that fell apart on me thanks to the Brewers, but the Brewers didn't even make it to the NLCS. So am I sold on the Brewers again? No. The Cubs, they are rebuilding wholeheartedly. So as far as win totals are concerned, the Brewers, and remind you, this is a guess. This is without a lot of other free agents still on the board, including Carlos Correa. Uh, The Brewers still have, in my opinion, they're going to at least get 88 wins. The Cubs, purely rebuilding, they're going to get 78. And, or at least, at least 78 wins. Remember, I'm hedging my bets here. So the Brewers 88, Cubs 78. But in reality, you got the Cardinals. The Pirates will get 65. Uh, Let's see. One, two, three. What's the other team in that division? The Reds. Now that you hear Suarez is out and Jesse Winkler Winkler is out of Cincinnati too, uh, the Reds might fall off a little bit. So now you're down to the Cardinals. I mean, it's a two-man race in that division between the Cardinals and the Brewers. The Cubs will be in third because I do think they're going to be a little bit better than the Reds, and I do think the Cubs will do just enough to be better than the Pirates. As far as the Pirate win total, uh, 55, and the. Gotta keep forgetting the Reds. The Reds. Get 63 at most. So yes, right now, if you are 55 and 60, that means in my in my metric, you're going to be in last. So it's going to come down to the Cardinals and Brewers for the top in the NL Central. I do think the Cardinals will win it again this time. I'm not deviating from that just just yet. So I got the Cardinals winning the NL Central with about 90... You know what? I'm going to go optimistic on this show or on this episode. I'm going to go with 100 wins for the Cards. They'll be the two seed. They'll be the one that's going to get the buy. They're going to be the other team that's going to get the buy. The Dodgers will be the top seed with 107 wins or 108 wins. The Cardinals will get 100 wins, which would then leave the NL East. I do think it's Philly's year this year. Philly's going to win this division with 98 wins. They're going to be the three seed. They're going to have to play in the wild card division. They're going to have to play in the wild card round, I should say. They're going to host the wild card round. They're going to win the NL East. Atlanta, after losing Freddie Freeman, I believe they still have Marcelo Zuna. But I think Atlanta is still going to have that championship fog They're going to be the next team that's going to try to attempt a repeat for the first time since the 2000 New York Yankees. Which nobody has been able to touch. So, you think 22 years of magic is going to happen for the Braves? I do not. I think it is Philly's year this year to finally win the NL East. So, they'll be the three. The Dodgers will be the one. The Cardinals will be the two. Which leaves me to the wildcard team's. Let's see. You know what? I'm going to go San Diego at four. Let's say San Diego's going to, because they're going to be higher than Colorado. So you get San Diego, or you're going to have the Giants at four. You're going to have the San Diego Padres at five. I do believe in Tatis enough. If he stays healthy and they still have the Machado deal kind of looming over him a little bit, so they need a little bit of production out of those two to do what they did in 2020 to carry over to 2022. I think the Padres can do that. So you're going to have the Giants at 4, the Padres at 5. That literally leaves one spot. I'm going to go... Let's see. Could you look at the other NL West teams? The Cardinals? No. The Rockies could now. But I don't think that would work. You look at the NL Central. The Reds are probably the only one that could have the chance. But no. And then... You have the NL West. Well, I went through the West with the Rockies and D-backs. You had the Central. And then the East, you have the Mets who are going all in with all the money. They have Lindor. They have Scherzer. It's, I mean, the Mets could be something there if you get that rotation, especially if Syndergaard is actually going to play this time and he's not going to be bitching about his rent in Queens. And he actually stays healthy. I do think the Mets will be the sixth seed in. Which means they'll be the final wild card. They play the Phillies in Citizens Bank Park. And if that were to go right now, I'd take Philly uh, winning two out of the three. No sweep. I think it'll go down to a third game. But in the National League again, I got the Dodgers at one. The Cardinals at two. The... Who I say? The Phillies. The Phillies at 3, the Giants at 4, the Padres at 5, and the Mets at the 6th seed. In the American League, let's start with my... Actually, I'm going to save the AL East for last. We're going to go a little bit... We're going to stick out West here. Of course, this is a West Coast show, so why not? Let's do a little bit of West. So let's go to the AL West. That is Houston Salus. Whether they keep Carlos Correa or not, Jose Altuve is still a solid second baseman despite the cheating scandal. Houston will win that division easily. Probably going to go at about not as high as the Dodgers. Like I said, with the Dodgers, it was 108. I think the Astros will go too lower. They'll go 106 with the win total. And let's see, AL West... 106 wins the division for the Astros. For the AL Central, the White Sox could be the team to beat again. Tony La Russa will always find a way to sneak his way into the playoffs. So they'll get in with 99 wins. It'll be the weakest division. I wouldn't be surprised if that ends if the White Sox end up being the 3 seed again or, you know, they end up being the 3 seed. So the Astros at 1, the White Sox at 3. As far as the win totals for those divisions, again, we'll go back to the AL West. Oakland will have its normal 85 wins. get Good in the second half, but I think it'll be too little too late for the A's to make a run. The Angels out here in California, you have the reigning AL MVP in Shohei Otani. Um, will Joe Madden decide to make him choose between being a pitcher and a hitter? The Angels always, always, always need pitching. Always seem to need it. But Joe Madden's going to be that quirky little dude that's going to find a way to use both. Or find a way to have Shohei do both. So, that he's not going to listen. It's going to end up the Angels screwing themselves again. They're going to at least have 80 wins. It won't be enough to get into the playoffs. It'll be enough to contend for the playoffs. Let's be real on that. You have the reigning AL MVP and a two-time AL MVP. And Mike Trout on the team, you're always going to have a shot. And especially if Otani pitches once every five days and then is a DH for the other four, there's no question, no question, the Angels will at least be competitive they're going to at least get 80 wins, though. The A's will find a way to sneak in with 86, but I don't think that'll be enough. The Rangers will be in last. They're going to at least have 66 wins. Even with Corey Seager ju- getting his 10-year deal back in November, I don't think it's enough for the Rangers to make a true difference. And they will end up in last place. So the AL West will be very competitive. As far as the AL Central, again, that's the White Sox division win. They'll have 99 wins. Cleveland's going to have 78. Not enough to get in. Again, not enough at all. Uh, Let's see. Cleveland, Minnesota, can they bounce back after really two bad years under Rocco Baldelli after his magnificent rookie year? As a manager. uh, They'll be third. And then you have the Royals. Who will always royal up. They're going to have 55 wins at most. Again these are all guesses. I'm not being a Nostradamus here. But these are all guesses. But the Royals get 55 wins. And the Twins will at least get 60. At least. So that's. That's the win totals for the AL Central. I don't think the Indians, Twins, or Royals will do anything that's going to make you say wow. By that, I mean make the playoffs, but at least the White Sox will be the three. And Astros will be the one. And of course, now let's wrap it up with the best division in baseball, the AL East, because it has the best team in baseball, despite the fact that they won a World Series in 2009. But, with the signing of Anthony Rizzo at least solidifies the Yankees. Even though the Josh Donaldson trade, I know I said it, what was it, Monday. I'm not so eh about that trade. I'm not really giddy about it, but I'm not really eh about it. Um, this lineup will be too right-handed again. I know with Rizzo there, it's gonna at least balance it out a little bit. Not a whole lot, but at least you have one lefty there. And you have Joey Gallo under contract for another year. But you know you're gonna you're gonna win. It might be 101 at most. So the Yankees I do think will win the AL East. It'll be the most tightly contested outside the AL West and the NL West. So outside of the Western Divisions, I do believe the AL East will be very competitive. You'll have the Yankees at 101. You'll have Boston at 100. And you'll have Tampa coming along. Despite all their give-ups, they're going to always find a weird way to sneak their way in. I think they'll get 94 I think they'll get 94 and sneak their way into the playoffs. I know it's offloaded. A lot of AL East bias on this show. But I do think the one seed will be the Astros. The two seed will be the Yankees. Those two teams will get the bye. Long story short. Those two teams will get the bye. The White Sox will get the three. And then you'll have the two AL East teams. You'll have... A, uh, you go Boston at four, Tampa at five. I don't know about uh, Toronto with the Matt Olson deal, or not Matt Olson, Matt Chapman. I don't know about that deal. I think it's. I'm gonna hold on with that. I know they got a lot of young talent. You got Vlad Jr. You've got, uh, Bo Bichette, a very great hitter in his own right a very good hitter in his own right but I don't I don't know if that's going to be enough for Toronto. Well, actually that might be more because if you look at if you look at the AL Central, nothing really wows me with Cleveland or Minnesota or Kansas City. But and nothing really surprises me with the other AL West teams either. So I'm trying to be fair here, but... If you look at the three divisions... If you look at the other two divisions outside the AL East... I do believe... The AL East is going to at least get four teams in there. I'm not trying to be... Biased or anything. I really am not. I know... I'm giving Boston too much credit, but... They're the same team that got to the ALCS... And they were leading... The game, they were leading game four and had uh, Alex Cora not done the stupidest move ever and put Nathan Evaldi in late in the game to go for the kill shot, Boston would have been playing Atlanta in the World Series. So, as much as, as, much as it pains me to say it, that's why I think Boston's going to at least get a 100 wins. The Yankees will get one-on-one, but Boston's going to get 100 wins. At least. I know nothing surprises you about Boston. Chris Sale might be the only good thing, but uh, and Evaldi himself. But otherwise, that's why I have Boston at 100. That's why Tampa's going to get 95, and at least Toronto's going to get 94. Oh, I totally forgot about Seattle. That's right. That's the other team that I missed in the AL West. You have Seattle. Uh, Seattle might compete with Toronto again for that spot, so, there you go, I totally forgot about Seattle, Uh, that's the team I was missing in the AL West, because I was going through the list right now, Uh, so none of the teams outside of Seattle, really could compete with Toronto for that 6th spot, so let's say Toronto 94, uh, Seattle 94 as well, and it's going to come down to some weird little tiebreaker that now there will be no more Game 163s anymore. So baseball's got built-in little tiebreakers that they're going to use to determine uh, playoff spots. So with that being said, I'm going to give Toronto the tiebreaker just for this exercise. Just to be fair... So I got Houston at 1, New York, the Yankees at 2, I got Chicago at 3, Boston at 4, Tampa at 5, and Toronto at 6, but via a tiebreaker. So the Blue Jays at 6. And again, for all you National League people, I got the Dodgers at 1, I got the Phillies at 3, I got the Cardinals at 2. I've got the Giants at four and Padres at five, and the Mets will find a way to be the sixth team in the National League. So that's my playoff picture right now. That is the playoff preview. So once again, I'm going to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast baseball preview. I've been your host, Austin Gerkey. Peace out, and I'll see you guys. Uh, What time is it? Twelve oh three. I'll see you guys later tonight. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's audit podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerkey. Don't forget you can listen. I gotta check. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's audit podcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google, Apple if you know the trick, Tresor, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. If you if you want to watch this show, search for A.D. Gerke on Rumble. That is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe, and you'll have all, at least by Friday. This will be episode 347, but it has its own title. Uh, if you want to follow this show on social media, just search for the show... On its Facebook page, that is The Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook. Again, that is The Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook. On Instagram, search for the hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. Again, that is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast on Instagram. Or you can follow me directly on Instagram. Just search for at Austin Spamanti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. T I on Instagram for post-show interaction. You can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke for post show interaction as well. Alrighty. So with the time I have left, I'm my 23 minutes in. All right, cool. So for my baseball fans, this, as I'm recording it right now is Thursday morning here on the West coast. I know there are four games scheduled for tomorrow scheduled for later today. So technically today's the first day of spring training. However, due to the NCAA tournament and March Madness itself, it's gonna suck up all the fun and the energy out of spring training. So, with that being said, if you are listening to this, it will get dropped on Friday at midnight, and that will be the only episode I will do that Friday. And then I'll be back Friday night to do day two of the NCAA tournament. I got day one on Thursday live. But then I got day two of the tournament, of the NCAA tournament as well. So the daily show returns tomorrow. But this has been the Austin's Audit Podcast 2022 Baseball Preview. I've been your host, Austin Gurkey. Peace out. And I'll see you guys. Later.